Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast and happy Thursday. Hope everybody's having a blessed day thus far. You know, there are blessings all around us. And speaking of blessings, I feel like I'm about to give a sermon on a Sunday. Speaking of blessings, there's one right in front of my very two eyes. Hello, Jacqueline. Hello, Jacqueline Follet. Blessings abound. Hey, Turtaloo. What's going on? I'm just broken. Ankle? No, actually. The ankle is at bay for now. Motherhood? Back. My back is broken. Listen, I understand. I'm an aunt. I know what it's like, you know, caring for these kids. It's tough. It's tough. It's funny. You're a comedian. You're really... They don't pay you enough for these jokes. Nobody on the planet understands you better than I do. (laughs) They don't pay you enough for these jokes. Jackie... (laughs) Did you see this SNL skit that happened over the weekend with Nate Bargazy or Bar- no. Bart Gates? Um, so it's like this skit on a plane, like a woman's giving birth and they need a doctor. And there's no He's doctor. PhD? No, no, no. So there's no doctor. And they're like, all right, well, what's the second most important job? And the whole skit is like not even about the pregnant woman. It's like arguing which jobs. And Heidi Gardner stands back. She's like, well, I'm a mother. <laughs> and everyone's like, great, great. And then there's like a teacher. It's really funny. That is funny. Yeah. Said, I'll, I'll have to find it. I'll send you a clip. I don't even know what I would search. SNL plain skit, Nate okay. Bart Gatesy. Who's Nate Bart Gatesy? Such a good question. That's definitely not how you pronounce his last name. He's a big time comic, Netflix, you know, podcast, all the things. And he hosted SNL for the first time. He's got like a big following. So it was like a big deal. Oh, I'm happy for him. You love to see podcasters and comedians I've never heard of him before. You've definitely like seen his name. I I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Bart Gates. I'm looking. Yeah. People love him. Bart Gates. Yeah. Bart Gates. I'm looking at an image. No, I don't know this man. Well, but I'm happy he's had for some him. Great success. Isn't that wonderful for him? You just love to see other people out there living their dreams for real. Yeah, as long as they're good, worthy people with good, worthy dreams, with good, worthy intentions. So we've got a great show. It's Thursday. I'm headed to BravoCon this evening. So tomorrow's episode will be an audio-only extravaganza from Vegas on East Coast West Coast time. So bear with me for tomorrow. Um, but we're just gonna we're gonna bang it out today, you know? Yeah, we've got some good stories. New episode of the Redheads dropped. It's so funny. We recorded it yesterday and it was just comedy snitch and I like got into it in the beginning of the show because she really called me out for something that I was very aware of but I didn't know that she was spill it because she was saying we were all talking about like our Halloween weekends our dressing up and how she dressed up as reputation and how like 
I didn't comment on any of her posts. And she was like, none of the sisters comment on my posts, but you guys comment on each other's. Ooh. And I, I, yeah, but I had a good reason. At first I said, I was very like taken aback that she dressed as reputation in a custom costume and like never told me that she was doing that. Like, I knew about Cosmo and Wanda. She wanted to borrow my dress. But like you tell your sister when you're getting a custom costume made, like what you're being for Halloween. I knew you were being Fran. So then I see these pictures of honestly like a stranger on my feed. And I I, I wasn't prepared enough to have a caption, like a comment for her because I was so speechless that I was finding out about this like every other slob on Instagram. Sure. My reasoning, and I, I reject the... Conclusion she came to that I comment on everyone's stuff except for her. Like, bitch, I don't comment on anyone's stuff except for you. And that's because, like, we're we're building a brand here, you know? Like, I got to be like, oh, swirly, you know, like, say something toasty. Well, I also said when I comment on Claudius, it's easy because, like, we have so many jokes from the show. All I have to say is, like, get ugly and yeah. get a million likes. Right. So I reject that. I'm really not a big commenter on things. I just, I have thoughts in my head and I don't really put them into words. I just, if I had been prepared and knew she was being reputation, like it just would have been in my head and I would have like known what to say. Instead, I was, I was speechless. Yeah. Okay. So she's attacking all of us on the redheads is what you're saying. Yeah, but she, she wasn't wrong. And then she was like, did you even like my Instagrams? And I was like, I think so. And I went, thankfully I had liked all of them. I'm more likely to leave a like or a comment on TikTok. So did you comment on her TikTok? I think I did. What'd you say? I don't remember. I just, something about scrolling Instagram is so mindless. Like, and I'm usually laying on my side. So I just have my one thumb and just the thumb is scrolling down and down and down. It's not doing a million things, writing comments and such. Yeah. But I think we all kind of need to do better for our our younger sister. Honestly, she wasn't wrong in her assessment. You want me to do better? I want you to educate yourself and do better, bitch. Okay, Jackie, I'm listening and I'm learning. <laughs> How frightening. <laughs> so, all right, I guess we'll use today's episode as a platform to apologize tomorrow. Um, we're also going to use it as a platform to just unwind, just relax, just unwind. laugh. Yeah, this podcasting, I have to look at it in a different lens. This is my me time. Yes. Podcasting is my hour plus of just me hanging out with my best friend. Talking, laughing. Me? Your best friend? This is my pocket of peace for the day. You know what? I love that for you. I feel that way too because Ben actually experienced something we're always talking about. On Monday at like five o'clock he was set to record two episodes of the good guys and he had such a busy stressful day before and he was just kind of like venting to me how he wasn't feeling very good in this good guys oh like I wish I didn't have to do it and he comes back reinvigorated cooking me dinner so excited and I'm like oh you you've turned it around he's like you know the podcasting was so good for my mental health like I feel so much better we were cracking up we did such a good job and I'm like yes that's what I'm always telling you like you go into a podcast maybe you know the worries of the world the worries of your day are weighing heavy on your shoulders and then you sit down with your friend and you just giggle and really what's better than that so true but you have to be in the right podcast for you because I feel like other people's podcasts are dreadful no I'm in a bad mood after I record someone else's podcast or a good mood if it's a good podcast but like some people really just do dreadful content about dreadful topics talking to dreadful people 
Not us. No, you're gonna you're gonna leave and, here looking like this. And not the good guys. No, they are the good guys for a reason. I'm anti dreadfulness. Um, also, speaking of things that are not dreadful, up on the Patreon now, my Heidi Klum Halloween vlog. GRWM. So it's a get ready with me. It's behind the scenes of the party. It's the after party. We've got some celeb cameos in there. Taylor Lautner's in there. So it's really good stuff. It's at patreon.com slash toast. It's just 30 minutes of good old fashioned fun. I'm so excited to watch. I didn't get a chance to because I was editing Redheads, as I previously mentioned. Check us out. Um, but Not you trying to like promote Redheads when I'm trying to promote my vlog. Just like I'm just trying to continuously promote and the promotion never sleeps. And I can. But you're like stepping on my promotion. I can weave my promotion into yours and then circle back to your promotion, which was that I'm really excited to watch Shark Boy and Lava Girl meet their hero. Yeah, it's all in there. It's a fabulous vlog. First of the month. Never a bad time to become a Patreon member. Patreon.com slash a toast. $7.99 gets you five extra episodes a month. Their vlogs, their podcasts, their video podcasts. They're all different types of content. We've got friends, family joining us. Dana was just on it. Ben is always on it. We've always got people coming through, coming in, coming out. You don't want to miss it. $7.99. And with inflation, that's like, that's like what $2 used to be, you know? So true. No, actually $7.99 now is probably like $4. When we what, started Patreon. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of it the other way. Like, what would seven ninety nine be now? Like, $12. 13 Yeah. Yeah. And one thing about us, like, we respect the economy, but we respect the toasters more, and so we haven't raised the price. Yeah. Even though, you know, would be nice. But we will. We won't. We won't. <laughs> we won't. But it would be nice. Um. So before we get into the stories, did you watch any of the shows that were on TV last night? I did not. I know Beverly Hills was on... It was on. I completely forgot. I watched Gossip Girl. I'm on like episode eight. Every, every 30 seconds in the show, I literally turned to Ben. I'm like, these people are literally 14. It's so no, And they're like going to butter. Okay, so in the episode we watched last night, Blair had her big sleepover. Serena couldn't come, so they let Jenny come. Yeah. And Jenny's 14. And first it's just a sleepover, and then they end up at a club, and they're like playing truth or dare, making out with like 40-year-old Wall Street Business men. Man. Um, It's disgusting. <laughs> like... It's not okay in any way. Yeah. Do you think you're going to finish with the show or stick with no, it? No. We are hating it. Like, for real. <laughs> watch. I told you a few I, good things to watch. I, I think I'm hating it because I have such a strong moral compass, for real. No, and because it's, like, not as you remember it. Like, you remembered it like they were older than you, and it was like you were looking up yeah. to them. Now you're looking down on them. Like, you should just let it remain in your memory pristine as it was. Oh, and last night's episode, Jessica, not Jessica, that's her name in real life, Vanessa made her first appearance. I totally forgot about her character. And then I remembered all the dreadful characters who come through, like Georgina. I'm really not interested in reliving the Georgina years. You're about to hit Georgina if you don't oh, stop. Really? I thought it was like season three. No, she comes in soon. I rewatched season one. She's coming any minute now for the SATs. For the SATs? Like what? Yeah, she comes like the, when Serena's supposed to take her SATs and then... Spoiler alert, like, Sabrina doesn't make it because Regina fucking drugs her. And Chuck, you just said Sabrina doesn't make it because Regina drugs her. Like, that's what you just said. And you knew what I meant. I did. And you knew. <laughs> and I knew. <laughs> so Chuck hires someone to take Serena's SAT for her. Yeah, I'm not going to stick with it. I, I'm not having this renaissance that I feel most people have when they watch Gossip Girl. Sorry to be such a naysayer, but just further proves I'm not like other girls. And I'm definitely going to get into something new. And to answer your question, long story short, no, I didn't watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I completely forgot it was on. Same. 
Same. Maybe I'll watch it on the plane today to BravoCon. That would be apropos. Now that I've finished, I had a lot of work to get down this week, but I finished it as of last night, so I can get back to watching Lessons in Chemistry, which oh, that's a good was one. such a good treat. I was really enjoying it. So there will be no TV recap today, but that just gives us more minutes on the Kurds to talk about ourselves, and to be honest, I'm really not upset about it. Neither am I. Shall we get into the stories before we send you on your bon voyage to Sin City? Where, you know... What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Can you say bon voyage to someone who's not going on a boat or crossing a sea? Why do I feel like bon voyage has to do with the sea? Do you agree? I never heard that in my life. But no, if it's you're just a it, vibe. I'm not saying like, because bon voyage means like good voyage, bitch. But I feel like a it means good voyage, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Bon yeah, it does. Voyage. I feel like it just means safe travels in French. Not to be confused with Bonne Nuit. Yeah, just is sending someone on a safe journey. Well. Yeah, I didn't think it had any maritime connections. Bon voyage, Turdy Lou. Maritime is one of my favorite words to use. And you use it in everyday life. I do. It means having to do with the sea, correct? Wait, here's someone asked on Google. Can you say bon voyage for a flight? Okay. Uh, when you want to wish a safe trip to, and a good trip to someone or a group of people, you can simply add bon voyage. If a trip involves the road, you can use bon route. And if it's a flight, it's bon vol. I'm not really interested in learning other French phrases. Um, bon nuit and bon voyage are more than enough for me. Okay. What's better than like having a question in your head and then Googling it and somebody asks that exact same question on like Quora or Yahoo questions or like Reddit or something? It's the best. Yeah. It's like, I'm not done. Uh, dumb. dumb. Yeah. You're <laughs> not done either. <laughs> I told you guys like it's going to be a day for me. So I hope that you're able to translate what I'm saying. Um, Should we get a translator? We might need one. We might need like captions, asterisks yeah. beneath me, editor's note. She Here's meant, what she meant. She meant dumb. She meant Serena. <laughs> and Georgina. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. All right, I'm ready. Okay, wait. I just want to say, can I just say one more thing about voyage? Because oh. I just looked at the dictionary definition. It said a long journey involving travel by sea or in space. Space? So, like, I'm not wrong for my association, by the way, I never thought you were wrong. I'm sure you were right, but it's my level of care. Like, there is none. I'm still going to say it. Oh, for sure, as you should. And by the way, like, say whatever you want, freedom of speech, while you still got it, Turdy Lou. Right. But I'm just trying to, like, scratch this itch, you know? I'm trying to assess the origins of where my associations came from. Scratch away, girl. Scratch <laughs> away. But now that we're done scratching, without further ado, it is time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know. And the fast five stories that you need to know are brought to you by State Farm. The State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. The plan's all about being personal to you and your needs. That means you'll get the coverage you want, a policy that helps cover what's important to you, and an affordable price just for you. Because after all, life is just better when you can personalize your experiences. Think about it like this. From your go-to coffee order to your favorite pair of sweatpants, we know you love to personalize your entire day just like we do. I mean... What's more personal than coffee? It took me about a year to figure out I just like the stuff from the grocery store. What's more personal than clothing? I mean, these jeans, a lifetime of experience to, to land myself in these jeans. Everything is so personal. And what's more personal than insurance? Honestly, nothing. And it should be that way. Because take Jax and I, two more similar girls you never met. 
But our insurance needs are quite different. Lest we not forget, Jackie lives in another state. Lest we not forget, Jackie's a homeowner. Lest we not forget, Jackie has not one car but two and one of them is electric. What does that mean for her insurance needs? Well, State Farm has got her covered. Personalization just makes everything better, and State Farm believes that insurance should work the same. So your plan, your coverage, your selections are all personalized by you. <clears throat> like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Also, I have a feeling I believe I'll be meeting Jake from State Farm this weekend, so celeb sighting, I'm charging my camera. Like, I'm ready. I'm excited for you. Call or go to statefarm.com today. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Today's episode is also brought to you by the Game Time app. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next... You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seats, and the best price guaranteed, Game Time makes the guesswork, takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Not me botching this I ad guess today. I I'm the only, not the only one is not okay. <laughs> GameTime is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seats before you buy. You know exactly what to expect when, when arriving. Their all-in pricing shows you your total up front, so you know what you're getting and how great of a deal you're getting before you check out. You can buy tickets within seconds in, in the app with just two taps. So GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute deals. With zone deals, you'll be able to pick the section, and GameTime will pick the seats for you for big-time savings. Now, the best part is the GameTime warranty. That means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code TOAST for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, again, create an account and redeem code T-O-A-S-T for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. We live in an age where getting tickets is one of the most stressful things ever and game time understands how unacceptable that is and they're taking the stress out of it. So download the game time app, use code TOAST for $20 off your purchase. Today's episode is also brought to you by Saks.com. We are always doing our best when it comes to looking fabulous on the podcast. And you know, some people call us fashionistas, not a lot but we call ourselves Saxonistas. Sometimes our pajama uniforms and our sweatshirts need a little bit of an upgrade, and that's why we love shopping at sax.com for everything. From looks for the podcast to GNO outfits and more. And in this year of yes, I need looks. I need looks galore. I shopped on sax.com for my looks for BravoCon. You guys, just wait. I think you're going to be really impressed. You're going to like what you see. I guarantee it. Um, and what's so great about shopping at sax.com is the way it's so customizable. So if you're going there for work looks, you're going there for vacation looks, you're going to a festival, like whatever you're looking for, holiday looks, they have an edit, they have a, a category for you, you don't have to search through hundreds of pages, they will make it super easy. Whether you're going for a cozy vibe, a more elevated look, they've got it all at sax.com and you can even shop by your star sign or by your situation. So you can find the perfect revenge dress from brands like Christopher Esber, Cult Gaia, that's another reason I love shopping at sax.com, they like know all the cool designers before everybody else does, so you can start shopping from cool designers and then like months later everybody's like, oh my god, you were wearing Cult Gaia, like yeah, because I'm cool and I'm a Saxonista, that's what people don't understand. So discover new ways to shop for everything every day at sax.com that's s-a-k-s.com whatever you're looking for whatever the occasion holiday season around the corner going on vacation girl go to sax.com they've got you covered s-a-k-s.com thank you la turd de you're you're welcome la jacks our first story a little vehicular news oh i saw session star alan ruck who plays connor 
Roy, crashes his truck into an L.A. pizzeria. Alan Ruck, Connor Roy, was reportedly involved in a four-vehicle collision in Hollywood on Tuesday that resulted in his truck crashing into a pizzeria. The vehicular accident involving Ruck occurred around 9 p.m. at Rafalo's Pizza near the intersection of La Brea Avenue and Hollywood Boulevard, according to TMZ, who was the first to report the news of Ruck's involvement. A spokesperson for the LAPD confirmed the details of the crash to People magazine, but could not identify Ruck as one of the drivers. His rep did not immediately respond to a quest, request for comment. There were no significant injuries in the crash, aside from one 40-year-old woman complaining of pain to her arms. It is unclear at the moment if this was uh, a DUI or whether a sobriety check occurred. The police report is still pending, uh, and he did remain at the scene um, after the collision. I saw the video of his truck like halfway through a pizzeria. It was like a f- concrete pizzeria. This wasn't just like a, a pizza stand. Like it was a big yeah, ass like building. A building. I'm so glad everyone's okay. I'm curious if there's any nefarious behavior involved because I've just been feeling like this is a trend where celebrities' cars end up in in buildings. You know, Pete Davidson with the, with the home. Uh, and it needs to stop. Yeah. I feel like how does this happen without something... Or some actor, not this actor, an actor in the event. In the crash. Acting nefariously. Right. It's like a crazy thing for your car to end up in a pizzeria. Yeah. That just doesn't happen every day. It certainly does not. So I hope they get to the bottom of this. I also am glad everyone's okay, but this is serious stuff. No, and this story made me realize I did not know Connor Roy's name. Because I'm like, who is Alan Ruck? And then I looked him up and they were like, Ferris Bueller. So then I realized it was Connor. Ferris Bueller. Yeah, that's another fun fact. He was the friend. When I put that together, I was absolutely shocked. And of course, everybody, I shared it on my Instagram. I was like, did you guys know that Connor Roy from Succession is the friend with the red car in Ferris Bueller? And everybody was like, you didn't know that? No, I didn't fucking know that, okay? She has a life. She has a business. She's not keeping tabs on all things all the time. I'm an aunt. I'm a dog mom. I'm a sister. I'm a friend. I'm a lover. Like, my God, sorry I didn't know one thing. Not the lover. I am a lover. <laughs> okay, Carrie Bradshaw. Lover. Okay, I agree. Carrie Bradshaw ruined the word lover with that episode. I've taken Sniff's perfume sample. A lover. Ruined. Uh- Taylor Swift made it a little bit better. But when I, th- when I always say I'm like a sister, a friend, a lover... I think of the song Does To Me by Luke Combs. Oh. I'm a hell of a lover, a damn good brother, and I wear this heart on my sleeve. That's what I think of. So there are people in popular culture undoing what Sarah Jessica undoing Parker did. Undoing the damage. And to Luke Combs and Taylor Swift, I am grateful. Yeah, I agree. I've taken a lava i'm gonna take my headphones off if you keep doing that okay sorry i'm done um i i think the taylor one for me is made an impact made an impact left an indelible mark it's annoying when people in popular culture ruin words yeah it happens all the time but sometimes they make words too so true like sometimes you can't say a random word without like quoting the movie quote let me think like what i mean like everything for us for us, yeah, but like certain movies, like Mean Girls is like, I'd rather see you out there shaking that thing. But you, you said know? one word. Yeah, okay, but what's a word? Help. If you want to do Mean Girls? No, or any movie that we love. One word that changed the, the way we pronounce things. I mean, yeah, ugly. <laughs> Julie? 
Julie Corky. Julie Corky. Did you see the girl who dressed up as Julie Corky for no. Halloween? She wore like that sparkly red dress that like her and her friends, you know, ripped I'm apart. I'm obsessed. And a little ascot, like a sexy little scarf that she had to steal from the guy. Best costume ever. Except that it should be a group costume and you get all the girls involved. Shot Yancey. Yeah. Because I'll just wear a denim jacket and my hair in a bun. Yeah. Um. So glad for Alan Rock. Everyone's doing okay. Um. By the way, do we have an update on Matthew Perry's um, as a story? No. So, like, the updates are really leaning towards, like, nothing nefarious, which is so disturbing. But did something – he drowned, but did, did he have, like, a condition that – No, so now – Not be able now to Now they're swim? looking into, like, burglaries in the neighborhood. Like, really – it makes me feel, like, really bad about what I said on Monday. Like, I was so wrong and so dumb. So I really wanted to apologize again. But it's, like, saying that there was, like, like some, some, some people say, like, he could have got overheated and fainted in the jacuzzi. Like, you really shouldn't be in a jacuzzi alone and for a long period of time. Yeah. Jacuzzis are, like, low-key dangerous. But they're, like, all, like, a lot of signs are pointing to, like, just, like, kind of a mystical. Or maybe, like, something, um, like, a natural happened. Right, like health. Health-wise. And that caused him to, like. But that just makes it be, so much sadder. Yeah. After all he'd been through. Yeah. All he accomplished, all he overcame. Yeah. It's very sad. That is sad. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. I don't know how I want to order them today. Just Girl, kind go of, with your gut. I'm kind of wanting to shake things up. They're all pretty Oh, here's another thing that we, another word we can't say. Shake things up. Shake it up, Chicago. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, next story. Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet la uh, laughed together at the Wall Street Journal Magazine Innovators Award. So Kylie last night was in New York City for the WSJ Magazine Innovators Award where she got an award for innovating. <laughs> um, yeah. Timothy was also there. They walked the carpet separately, but then inside they laughed. Oh, did they live and love as well? It, but definitely they were living as they were alive. I want to speculate and say they loved because I agree they're doing a lot together and I think they're in love and then we have confirmation that, that they, they laughed. laughed yeah I think it's safe to say that they in fact live laugh loved yeah it's hearsay though yeah no and we would never put something out on the show that wasn't completely verified and confirmed by all of our sources so I retract but we're certainly two out of the three living yeah. and laughing um this is cute also, I feel like the Kai launch came and went. Yeah, I was actually checking it out last night. I, I There's stuff still available on the site. I watched her do like a haul of like trying stuff on. The stuff is really, she looks really nice in it. It's very good looking stuff. It's not for my current era. So I'm going to mm -hmm. have to bow out. Uh, bow wow, old friend. Bow wow. But... It looks like a lovely pieces of clothing. I think that's interesting that it didn't sell out. I feel like that probably wasn't the goal. But it has half a million followers on Instagram already. I'm sure it did well. You didn't want to yeah. get a pair of leather pants? I actually have a pair of leather pants from Spanx that I love. But are they like low rise bell bottoms? No, and that's why I love them. <laughs> They're actually high rise bell bottoms. You should get that dress that was in her thing. You wore a similar one this weekend. But yeah, and I have it. Right. And it was like a dollar. Right. The coat? No. I'm not a big trench girl. Oh, 
We'll play. We'll be playing this back in a year. Totally. A trench is a nice look, Turdy Lou. Not saying no, you I should get that agree. one. Not saying you should get that one because that one, like, you have to be Kylie really to pull it off. And can I tell you actually my problem with trench coats and like coats like that? Well, there's two different trenches and coats like that. Like, aren't no, but I mean like mid-length, you know, coats that are like like they look like a dress almost, and they're so stylish, and everybody looks so fabulous in them. Okay. Like it's your coat, so it's meant to be taken off. Okay. And so it's really the whole look a lot of the times. Well, you, you could know? also dress yourself underneath in an outfit that you feel confident in. I know, but who has time to wear like a fabulous under outfit and outer outfit? It's one or the other. But that's the beauty of the coat. It's like you throw it on and you just look fabulous, but you didn't have to take any time or effort. Except when Yeah, but select- once you take it off, once you take it off, you don't look fabulous. You just made my point. No, but you get dressed in whatever fabulous wears you would wear. I mean, this scenario just assumes I have so many fabulous wears, outerwear and underwear. No, but any outfit that you would wear, what you're wearing today, so cute. Okay. So cute. Oh, and by the way, those types of coats don't keep you warm. Do you know how fucking cold it is today? Okay, yeah, they're not winter coats. They're not winter coats. I like So it's like, there's a three-week period where you could wear a coat like that. On both ends of the seasons. Okay, so six weeks. And then there's those, you know, nice days in the winter, cold days in the spring. Yeah. I'll add another two weeks. Eight it's weeks. so cold. It's it's that time of year where like you walk to work and the makeup under your nose is completely gone because you have snot everywhere. What's the temperature? It says it's 40 degrees. It feels, I swear to God, like 17. I was, I was not okay. I wore my puffer. I'm freezing. Mm. Yeah, that's time. Days like today, mornings like today. I'm happy for you. No, I'm jealous of you. I like that. No, no, it's really unbearable. It didn't even start yet. That's what I'm saying. That's like a pleasant winter's day. No, but the thing is, this is my first winter with like less meat on my bones. And that's definitely a temperature factor. You need like, to get a better coat. I mean, I've been telling you this for years. What puffer did you wear? Montclair. Oh. I don't think they make a better puffer, bitch. No, they don't. When did you get a Montclair? Yeah, I got a Montclair. Yeah, When? I got a Montclair. <laughs> Montclairdia? Montclairdia. Did you spill your coffee because you got so excited about Montclairdia? I tipped my coffee, but it did not spill. Cheers, Jax. Cheers to another great episode of The Toast. Cheers, Montclairdia. Thanks. I, like, I need to have better nicknames, like, for you. Because you're always like, thanks, Latcherdia. And I'm always like, you're welcome. Okay. But I'm not the nickname girl. You are, and you really I, can't make a nickname for yourself. I need to meet a friend named Jackie so that I can come up with nicknames for the name Jackie. Jacqueline Follet isn't a bad nickname. No, no, it's just like not... Relevant. It's not a nickname. It's just something from a movie. Another thing we can't say the same. Trills. Trills. Are you ready for our next story? What number? Three. Yes. Lori Laughlin and her lookalike daughter, Love. Olivia Jade, are the perfect pair in a new Steve Madden campaign four years after the college admissions scandal. So Lori Laughlin and her mini-me daughter, Olivia Jade, are the new faces of the shoe brand Steve Madden. The Full House alum joined her youngest daughter in the ad four years after the college admissions scandal. The actress shares both Olivia and her eldest daughters, Isabella, with her husband, fashion designer, Massimo Giannulli. In the pictures, they are all smiles and all... All about town. The shoes are looking good. The girls are looking good. These are really cute pictures. Very well styled. Cute shoes. Cute girls. I'm obsessed. I am so here 
for the Renaissance, the redemption era, the resurgence of Lori Loughlin and Olivia Jade. I feel like Olivia Jade bounced back. I mean, she's with Jacob Elordi. Like, what more could a girl ask for? But Lori Loughlin, you know, was the one who really took the brunt of the, the public outcry. She was the one who actually went to prison. So I am so here for this in so many disgusting ways. I love these two. And I really like to think, like, what the world would have been like had the college admission scandal not happened because Olivia Jade was on her way to taking over the world. Yeah, she was. And even though, like, she's bounced back and she can do as she pleases, I feel like she doesn't, do that much no I think the um the experience of going through like a public scandal it ain't for the faint of heart yeah and I actually think it really um was traumatizing for her and she's not really interested in being that girl anymore the girl she once was the girl who was so susceptible to public um Scrutiny. That's what I'm looking. Scrutiny, thank and you. And who like put every aspect of her life online. Like that's what it yep. means to be an influencer or a YouTuber. And it's like, no thanks. Yeah, if you don't need to, and she's, you know, I think like the definition of an Epo baby, she doesn't need to do that. So if you don't need to, you you and you see the bad side of it, you're never going back there. Yeah, I think also her being in her high profile relationship, it's like, you guys get none of this. How about fuck you all? <laughs> no, and it, it works for her. Like, I don't think had she been sharing as much as she was sharing. And by the way, when you go through such public scrutiny, everything you've ever shared comes back to haunt you yeah. and they use it against you. So I don't think she could have gotten into such a high profile relationship if she had been such a big sharer. Yeah. Because high profile people aren't into that. No, and then she could not share her relationship, but then the fans are like, you're not sharing. Right, no. I think the the comeback for Olivia Jade has been a very slow rollout. I think it's been very intentional. I think it's been very successful. Now, I think this is her first time, you know, really working with a brand. Yeah, well, certainly in like such a, you know, big campaign. Yeah. But it's also just a big campaign in general. Like, even if she was a working influencer all the time, like to get a be the face of a shoe brand like that's big big thing so no, that's different, Matt, that's different than, than doing like you know a sponsored YouTube video a hundred percent I love this I respect this and this is this is a saga I'm glad we're like done with you know yeah and it's just it seems so small now oh my god but that happens all the time it does, like but certainly with every scandal in the moment you're like this is the biggest thing that's ever happened to celebrity to Hollywood and then years later you're like oh it wasn't even that bad. No, it's weird. At the time, it was like the biggest deal ever. But now it's like they were trying to go to college. Why? No. And, Why were and they, they trying were, so hard to get into college? No, not even that. It was like at the time there were so many. We were extrapolating. You know, this is a, you know, prime example of privilege. Like we, like we knew it. And now it's just like, okay, rich people were like being rich and doing rich things to get into college. Like we knew exactly that that was happening in the world. Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe some of us didn't know it was against the law, but like, I don't know, like the world's going to turn and rich people are going to do rich things. And who should have just gave a library. Right. Next time donate a wing. Yeah. You learn, you live and learn. You live and learn. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah, one of the most interesting things about the college admission scandal to me, in the case of the celebrities, was how the women took the fall. Felicity Huffman went yeah. to prison. That to me is so interesting. You, like, I hear what you mean. Like, yeah, the men should have stepped up for their women, but like, it was their names on the email. No, but like, everyone's names were on the email. I don't recall William Macy's names being 
But the moms being the ones like helping with the college applications, well, like that's how the world works. Yeah. Yeah, I just find it interesting. Yeah. To play on gender roles. Okay, that's a good that's a that's a good take on it. Somebody should write like a college essay about that. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Are you ready for our next story? Are you ready? No. The next story is brought to you by L'Oreal Bright Reveal. This episode is brought to you by the new L'Oreal Paris Bright Reveal Dark Spot Serum and Broad Spectrum SPF 50 Daily Lotion. Dark spots, game over. Ugh, dark spots are one of my least favorite parts of growing up. Like, ew. Like, after spending, like, the summer in the sun and, you know, winding down into fall and noticing, like, these things all over my face... Not here for it. I turn to L'Oreal and so can you. So any sort of acti activities you've been doing in the sun, like for me, you know, this was my summer of pickleball. There are consequences for having so much fun. And those consequences are dark spots. But just because summer is over doesn't mean you need to stop wearing SPF as well. And the SPF Broad Spectrum 50 Daily Lotion from L'Oreal is a great option. So age spots, sunspots, as well as acne marks are all visibly fading once you start using the L'Oreal Bright Reveal, 12%. It has niacinamide, aminosulfonic, and ferulic acid. It's a dark spot serum. It's fabulous. After 12 weeks, 12 weeks, there's up to 40% less visible, less visibility on post-acne marks, 43% less visible dark spots, and 49% more even tone. Um, the sunblock is also fabulous because I feel like a lot of us aren't wearing sunblock under our makeup and that's really not a cool thing to do so you can visibly reduce the appearance of dark spots and resist sun-induced signs of aging 100% of dark spots are intensified by the sun and 96 percent of women agree that the L'Oreal Bright Reveal SPF 50 daily UV lotion doesn't leave a white cast so discover the new Bright Reveal dark spot duo visit Target online and in store to buy yours today today's episode is also brought to you by the farmer's dog the results of switching to your, your dog from kibble to fresh can seem like magic. When a senior dog starts acting like a puppy again and the pickiest of eaters can't wait for dinner time, you might think some spells were cast, but the farmer's dog doesn't use any sorcery or secret ingredients to make their fresh food. They just use science. And the farmer's dog delivers and makes fresh, healthy dog food. It's developed by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from real healthy ingredients to human food safety conditions. It's the best option for dogs at all life stages because it's not kibble, it's not canned goo, it's just real healthy food. Traditional dry and wet dog food options are highly processed. They can use much lower quality ingredients than they claim to, and they are extremely difficult to portion accurately. The farmer's dog isn't just fresh, higher quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. This makes it easy to help your dog maintain their ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full, healthy life. Dogs at a healthy weight can live up to two and a half years longer than overweight dogs. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of healthy benefits. For Theo, once we switched his breath, oh my God, was definitely abnormal before. His breath is so much better. He makes more consistent, normal-sized poops. His fur is really shiny. His coat is really healthy. So get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Plus, you get free shipping only when you go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast to get 50% off your first box plus free shipping. That's 50%, five zero. Thanks, Claude. You're welcome. Okay, our next story. The Halloween cancellations are rolling in. We've got our first offender with um, their offensive costume. Who? Schitt's Creek star Emily Hampshire, Stevie, apologizes okay. for dressing as Johnny Depp and Amber Heard for Halloween. She said, mm. quote, I am deeply ashamed. So her and a friend dressed up as Johnny and Amber 
Stevie herself was Johnny. And then the friend who was Amber was wearing like a peasant blouse and holding a duty and crying. Oh, that's funny. Um, And so she got immediate and swift backlash and put out a statement saying, I want to address what is one of the most thoughtless and sensitive and ignorant things I've ever done. I just want to say it's really not thoughtless. Like actually a lot of thought goes into Halloween costumes. You had to buy a duty. Yeah. And they put googly eyes on the duty too. You had to source the duty and the googly eyes. And that seems like a lot of thought went into it. Yeah. And Stevie looked pretty like much like Johnny. Mm. She said, I stupidly thought it would be funny to dress as Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I am deeply sorry and ashamed for putting something that awful out into the universe. Domestic abuse is never, ever funny. These are real issues with real people. And I really regret my actions. In the future, I will do better. I'm so sorry. Did she say she's listening and learning? No, she didn't. It's not a full statement until you're listening and learning. Yeah. Um, I have so many thoughts on this. Like, first of all, I really thought as a society, like we were beyond like celebrities. Like the last one for me, like nothing, no celebrity should ever have done a bad costume and had to release a statement after Julianne Hough went in blackface. Like to me, that was the last one. You know, like we are beyond that as a society. Yeah. You think that like, people could get their Halloween costumes right without like fucking up and having to apologize. Without without like being culturally insensitive, wearing a red armband with a swastika, doing blackface. Like there are just things you don't do. Now this one in particular, it's not as bad as blackface or Nazi. To me, that's the bar. Other ones that are like cultural appropriation or offensive, you know, I think everybody knows about that by now. Right, this is different. This is Everybody knows you shouldn't dress up as like Pocahontas. Like right. we know this, the the cultural ones. Right. Nazis, blackface, things of that nature. This is a different bucket. I agree. A new bucket. It's a new bucket where it's just like out of touch a little bit. Like it's not as bad of a crime. I agree. It requires a statement, I guess. Um, but I just like, I could have told you this, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's funny what people get in trouble for and what they don't get in trouble for. No, but this is also like an, an, a big L for someone who I feel like is very... Um, Woke? Yes. Yeah. Like she's in the know about what's going on in the world. Like it's not like she lives under a rock. Yeah, yeah. So somebody who's supposed to be, yeah, you know, sensitive. Right. Somebody who has like their head in the clouds and is just, you know, going about their life. I could see them like right. making this mistake. Um, of course. But it is, it's weird that her, her own woke radar didn't go off on this one. And I just have to say, that's just something I see a lot. The people who think they're doing the most are like secretly the most problematic. Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. Yeah. Did anybody go as Rachel Dolezal for Halloween? I'm sure they did. Maybe not a celebrity. That's a great costume. And who were we talking about? It requires you to wear blackface. Okay, was Rachel Dolezal, did she ever wear blackface? She was making herself tanner. Hmm. And then, of course, you can't talk about making yourself tanner without talking about Luanne Deleceps. Right. Now, she really... Was had her, you know that scene in A Walk to Remember when she's got a leg in Maine and a leg in New York or whatever the... Yes. 
Luann had a leg in spray tan and a leg in blackface. It's still very much up for debate. I don't think there's been a, a conclusion made about whether she was officially doing blackface or she just got a bad spray tan. Mm, I Even though I think we can all agree it was blackface. <laughs> but she, but she, she pretty much got away with it. Oh, 100%. And lest we not forget, the wig. Yeah. It wasn't a well. But see, Luann is someone who I feel is the opposite of Emily Hampshire. Like she really, Luann has no idea what goes on in this world. Like most of the housewives don't live in this world. Like head in the clouds. That's what we were saying. Right. So I could see her intentions being different than the impact. Of course. Aren't they mostly? Aren't they usually? I just, I didn't think we'd be having this conversation about Halloween costumes in 2023. I really thought we were past this. Yeah. No, it was a shock to me as well. To me, there's a Hall of Fame of problematic Halloween costumes. Of course, Julianne Huff is the first stop on the tour. Prince Harry as a Nazi is another stop on that tour. Lisa Rinna and Harry Hamlin are also in that Hall of Fame. Yeah, Sid Vicious. Who else is in the Hall of Fame? Am I forgetting anyone? Let's Google it. Offensive celebrity Halloween costumes. Yeah, I have to be forgetting some. The most controversial Halloween costumes ever worn by celebs. Oh, there was that machine gun Kelly, Megan Fox, like uh, religious fetish oh, costume. Yes, religious, I feel, is problematic, but people, there's really no outcry against it. No, like, but like, it's it's wrong. It, it is wrong, but it like, you know, you don't get canceled for it. You're allowed to like make fun of religious people. Of a priest, yeah. yeah. But you shouldn't dress as a rabbi. You shouldn't dress as a priest. Uh, these next ones, I don't remember any backlash for. Oh, Chris Brown dressed up as a member of the Taliban in 2012. Wow. Um, that feels definitely inappropriate. Yeah. Um, feels very on brand for Chris Brown. Yeah. And I feel like there was probably no backlash because like, he's not... He was like already like canceled. Ca- ca- right, right. Okay, keeping going. I like how you put an accent on the Taliban. I think I would say Taliban. It just depends. Data, data. Yeah. yeah. Um, some of these, like I don't recall them or I don't even know what they are. So, All right, so maybe they're not in the Hall of Fame if we don't recall them. Ooh, Ashley Benson dressed up as Cecil the Lion. That doesn't go in the Hall of Fame that is funny. I'm sorry. That is funny. I, but also, she's just a lion. Like, who said she was Cecil? Right. Was she walking around the party saying, hi, I'm Cecil? Maybe, like, her caption said something about Cecil, but... I think it's fine. I think it's fine, too. And also, that's, like, in hindsight. Right. It's fine. It actually ages right, I well. Gu- I guess the Halloween Hall of Fame is pretty small. It is. Which is good. There's a lot more people on these lists, but I, I'm, I'm not... God, the mirror just shut down my iPad. Uh, no, I don't want to accept your cookies. Go away. Um, there are other people on the list, but I either don't know who they are, I don't know what they're being, and I'm not in a position to speak yeah. on them. Okay. So, Emily, I'm sure we'll be doing better, hopefully. I look forward to watching the listening and the learning. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Yeah. Yellowstone final episodes are now moved to November 2024 with two more spinoffs in the works. Oh, my God. 1944 and 2024 have been ordered. So wait, 
2024? That'll be the new one when this one ends. When Yellowstone ends, they're going to do like a new show, remember, with Matthew McConaughey. And I think that will be, this is my putting all these articles that we report on every six months together. Um, 2024 will be like the new Dutton era with Matthew McConaughey. I don't know why they can't just kill off Kevin Costner and keep going. Like, honestly, he's not even my favorite part of the show. I I would rather they didn't. After now re-watching all of these shows that like go on a little too mm. long, they kill off Marissa and, spoiler alert, and then, um, and then they try and like make fetch happen. I'd rather it end with dignity, honestly, and be like a perfect little gem of a show. Like I just got involved. And you know? Yellowstone is going a little long in the tooth now, you know? I've been loving the recent episodes just because it's a comfort show for me, but nothing of import is happening. That's true. So I think they should end it. I like this Tabula Rasa 2024, Matthew McConaughey speculation. See what's in store for the Duttons. Plus we have 1944. Okay, but so 2024 though, the current Yellowstone season takes place in modern times. So can is it safe to assume that characters from Yellowstone will be in 2024? I hope. And are they going to have to change the name of the show with each year that passes? No, that was like 1923, 1886. Yeah, but if we're watching 1886, like 1883, it's you know, everything could be happening in 1883, you know? Yeah, but I think even if they went into the the next calendar year, it's okay. I just want to say, I like the names of the shows being the year, but 2024 is like a little too real. And that sounds like a show about Mars. Yeah. Not about a ranch. No. And so we have to wait a whole year for the final episodes of Yellowstone when... We've already waited a year and a half. Yes, but that is because one, Kevin Costner drama. Two, writer's strike. Oh, that's true. So everything is delayed further. Yeah. But at least we have lessons in chemistry and The Crown is allegedly coming out soon. Yeah. We reported that. Yeah. So things are being released that were already made. They just can't be promoted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I've seen. Cool. They can't be promoted yet, but maybe SAG AFTRA will strike a deal soon. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. I feel as though I've seen a lot of rhetoric of people getting like annoyed with SAG. I just watched this video of Renee Rapp. The Halloween thing really put people over the edge. Being she was like, We've lost the plot. Like you're gonna call my kid a scab if he <laughs> if he dresses as t- Woody from Toy Story. Yeah. I think there's people are really really ready for the strike to be over. Yeah, they've they you could say they've lost the plot. You could say it. With the Halloween thing, yeah. Um and so Sag Astra, do better. I hope they're listening and learning. I don't think they are, honestly. I think they're telling everyone else to listen and learn. Jackie, you know what? I've actually been meaning to talk to you about something. I really feel like you haven't been listening and learning recently. You think? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, Turdy Lou. I'll continue to not listen and to not learn. And that's what we can come, that's what we can expect from you. I actually, I, at at my core, I'm a listener and I'm a learner. Yeah, you are. And I absolutely love to educate myself in all different ways. You do. Now, the doing better. That's where I struggle. I guess it's just how do we define better? Whose definition of better? It's subjective. It is. 
But I'm doing better every day. I'm growing. I do it every day. I'm growing in the evening. And even when we play and when we grow, we love to debate. So when I fit a it's a way to That felt good. Those were the fast five stories. Felt as though you needed to know them. Yeah. And that's our final show while I'm in studio this week. Final video show. So hope you got a good look at these mugs. Yeah, just here, wait. <clears throat> Take one last look. It's giving a star is born. Just wanted to get one last look at you. And our episode tomorrow will be podcast only. From BravoCon, I'm headed to Vegas, so I'm going to hang up with you, Jax, and head to... Thin uh, City. What's a song What's a song about Viva Vegas? Viva like? Las Vegas. Viva, Viva Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Viva, viva Las Vegas. That's such a fucking good song. I agree. Is that Wayne Newton? Or is it Elvis? Duh. What does that song remind you of? Let me think. Viva. Miss Congeniality. Oh, for me? Two. It's the Flintstones. Also a great reference. The Flintstones are great people. They were hardworking family men and women. It's a story about family. It's a tale as old as time. It is. And it's also a story about, you know, the corporate ladder. If that's not the truth. It's a story about... Facing adversity. It's a coming of age story. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, it, it does remind me of the Flintstones. It's an amazing call. Why did they go to Las Vegas again? I don't know. Didn't they like live in the Stone Age? Literally in the Stone Age. The Flint. Plot hole. Stones. Right. The Stones of Flint. It was called the Flintstones, not the Flint Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of the worst shows. Also, another song about Vegas. Shut up and put your money where your mouth is. That's what you get for waking up in Vegas. But also that new Taylor Swift lyric, dancing like a Vegas acrobat. It's not really like a song about Vegas. It's just a lyric. Me and Karma vibe like that. Spider boy, king of thieves, wave your little webs over past Shark boy, lava girl. Love that. Just fixed it. Fixed it for you, Tay. All right, that's our show. Thank you so much for listening to the Toast of the Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the fast stories that you need to know. <laughs> Every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give us a video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, IR Radio, CastBox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us, the Toast Leave a Five Star Review, bitch, about how beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow. Love. But you won't see us. You won't see us. You will not see us love ya bye bye